0: Thank you for listening to best flicks with Ricky D talk movies with Ricky D on Twitter at best flicks Ricky D and on Instagram at best flicks Ricky D catch Ricky D
1: live with the sudden but inevitable rebop at youtube.com slash twist podcast best flicks with Ricky D is a twist my arm podcast. The views and opinions expressed on this show are held solely by those speaking them.
0: Hey everybody, it's best flicks time. I'm Ricky D and this is best flicks with Ricky D. You can find me on Twitter at best flicks Ricky D and I'm probably on Instagram with a very similar name, but I wanted to bring in my co-host for the episode. We've got Josh from the twist my arm network and special guest, Justin, who often does uh, que- or often does quest me, which is currently doing the bad batch. So that's what we've got with us today. Go ahead, Josh.
1: Yeah, we're excited to be here for sure. Uh, originally, we were just going to do two episodes, one Best Flicks and one Quest Me, but screw it. Let's just do a Quest Flicks episode. A combo. Yeah, yeah so uh, we'll. I'm, I'm excited to talk about episode nine, and then we'll do a little bit of a breakdown of the Bad Batch season finale later. But uh, as, as anyone knows that's been watching Quest Me. We don't have a lot to talk about when it comes to that. So uh, so uh it's it's much better to do a fun Quest Flix Rise of Skywalker episode. So definitely. Thanks, thanks for inviting us.
0: Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All um, the
1: Star Wars, more the merrier. Yeah, I, I did I wanted to to make one thing clear before we kept going because I know that um, Justin may have offended us. Back in the day, um, on the oh, original, don't don't, don't on don't. the original Quest oh. Me when we were talking about Firefly, Justin. Had, what did he uh, say?
2: I was talking a lot of shit about it, how ridiculous it was, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I actually gave it a chance, and I, I really
1: like it. I've really did. good. <laughs> so wait for the record. <laughs> for the record, Justin from Quest Me is a fan of Firefly.
0: Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I am. Yep. There it is, right there. If I'm going to give Justin some credit, I have a bad habit of just, I don't like things that are popular. (laughs) And, (laughs) you know, Firefly has gained this incredible fan presence. And I can understand just kind of like the, if you look at The Office, when The Office first came out, I loved The Office. But now that it's getting super popular and I join Facebook groups and that kind of thing, and I see what their fan base is up to, I'm just like, I don't think I ever want to watch The Office again.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, there's there's certain shows for sure. I'm, but, you know, everyone asks, did you watch this? Did you watch this? And I'm like, nope. Still haven't seen Tiger King. Don't care.
0: You, yeah. Oh, man. No. <laughs> I watched Tiger King with my mom.
1: Here we go. And here's another one to say, you need to watch Tiger
2: King. Nope. Suggestions are well worth it, Jesse.
1: It's like... <laughs> It's like my dad back in the day. Every time he told me to cut my hair, I told him, there's another five years that I'm not going to cut my hair. I think I'm up to about (laughs) 150. So,
0: (laughs) Someday. Despite you, father.
1: (laughs) Yep. So you watched Rise of Skywalker, Ricky. I
0: did. And? Uh, I had a lot... (laughs) better feelings for what was it the last Jedi was that the second one Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I definitely preferred the last Jedi uh the rise of Skywalker I felt like we were going from planet to planet to planet to ship to ship to ship I never really understood where we were until we landed on Endor um it was confusing there were a bunch of there were tons of plot lines there was a whole bunch of like just weird fan service like just going oh hey by the way here's lando here's leia a uh, han solo even though he's dead he's back and mm-hmm. uh we're gonna have our final fight on endor just like we did in uh return of the jedi and all this different stuff And i'm just like ah i'm i was kind of sour about it the whole time what,
1: what what's your rating
0: for rise of Skywalker? Oh.
1: I know we're just getting into it really quick but right like, i got i just gotta know so we can move past I, that and go into all the meat
0: <laughs> bad bad there's, i don't think i could actually rank it lower than five because there's nothing bad bad about it it's got decent writing it's got some cool action but it's just not something that i mean star wars is star wars and it just didn't live up to that so I'm, i would say like six out of ten
3: yeah
1: I think I think I'm on board with that. I I might go I might go seven six point five to seven, just because it's Star Wars and because the music. I was talking to Justin just a little bit ago about one of the only reasons that this movie redeems itself is because John Williams has such an amazing score. But like Bullshit. other other than that, there's not a lot of. There's there's a lot of too too heavy fan service. Even for me,
2: mm-hmm. I, I call it bullshit. Okay, I remember going with you You're on the... opening night, mm-hmm. and how uh, I remember how excited everyone was. Minus Evan; Evan's always a negative. But <laughs> you were pumped up for it. You thought it ended well. I'm and always pumped up for Star Wars. The only thing always that we uh, we all said at once it was like there was way too much packed into one movie. It was like two movies into one and I'm, I'm disappointed with that. And I agree. It's a seven out of 10,
1: but overall I liked it. I, uh, man, the, the more that I, that I watch it, the more that it, that it just, it's like, it's like the opposite effect of last Jedi for me. Cause the more that I watch last Jedi, the more that I kind of appreciate it in, in a way. Mm. And the more that I, don't appreciate Rise of Skywalker trying to retcon that movie and not continue a good story. Like to me, the em- like, and, and tell me if I'm wrong here, Ricky, but to me, the Emperor Palpatine thing was so shoehorned in at this point, like after, yeah. after, um, last Jedi. I thought it,
0: Emperor Palpatine has been dead since I was like seven years old.
1: Well, I right? mean, he, he should have been,
0: right and he was dead when the first time i ever watched return of the jedi and right. i don't remember any talk of him in the uh first or second prequel movies maybe a little bit in the second one but there wasn't like he's alive
1: right there, there was nothing about that it was like they had to bring in a new villain Je- or, or i guess an old villain to right to retcon the whole snoke <clears throat> killing which and, I, and see, I see different sides. Like, you know, <laughs> people were so, so excited about Last Jedi and how it subversed expectations and how it was so different. And then I also see the other side of like, I can't believe they would do that. Why would you ruin that kind of character? And that, you mm-hmm. know, and, and I'm talking about Snoke, of course, because, you know, in the beginning of Rise of Skywalker, Snoke is just a clone at this point.
2: But the <clears throat> within the Force Awakens, he's like an unknown character. You're like, oh, I want to know his background. I really got to know who this guy is. Right. And then they just
1: brush it off. And then they and then they kill him. And that's I see the I see the frustration about that. But they, for me, I think Kylo should have been the big bad in this one. Like, yeah, me, the fact
0: he, that he was all wishy washy on his yeah. dark side versus light side. I was like, hey, make a choice, man, Darth Vader was not wishy-washy on his dark side of the force thing he wanted to kill good guys
2: right at first i would beg it to
1: differ all the way up until the end
2: all the way up until the he end still had a glimmer of light
1: mm. i don't know man well, he threw that read... down the tunnel have you yeah or the hole because of his son which that Okay, that in granted,
2: yeah, it was because of in Luke. the
1: whole grand scheme of plot lines and plot threads, of course, the son is going to redeem the father or whatever it is. But like before that, he was a killer,
0: <laughs> yeah. And oh. Kylo and Ray are like cousins. What is their relationship? They're cousins, a,
1: dude. No, they're not even related at all. They're a dyad, yeah, okay. they're, they're a dyad, dyad in the force.
0: But that's nah, cool, that's so cool. Like i can understand why luke skywalker would make darth vader waver a little bit in his dark side and even then he didn't waver that much and kylo is just like running around like a little emo boy just like i don't understand my emotions
1: dude imagine if kylo was just a cold-blooded killer and he killed his father and then he kills leia in last jedi they should have let him kill her and then in the third one if you know in in my perfect world with this luke skywalker would have still been alive in the third one and there's this epic battle between luke and kylo and the only reason kylo loses is a cheap shot from ray like mm-hmm. you know no, no you no, know what no. i mean like no. <laughs> i think that'd be awesome <sighs> but alas that's not that's not what we got we got the rise of skywalker which was plotline 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 in the first 20 minutes of this movie you figure out every i mean it, it's i think ricky you and i talked about uh jj abrams having a story for episode 7 8 and 9 and it kind of getting thrown out the window by ryan johnson absolutely mm-hmm. so to me i think episode 9 was jj abrams telling his full story two movies worth in one movie so what he wanted to do was probably in the second movie have Kylo Ren go and find the holocron and you know figure out that maybe maybe figure out that Rey was a Palpatine you know and in some sort of fashion and then have that in its back pocket and like you know that's that's why he decides to kill Snoke because you know <laughs> he knows that Rey's a, a Palpatine and he can use her and then the third movie is the whole big battle between kylo and everybody like right i just i feel like that's what jj wanted and so because he got brought back into it he was like well well screw it i'm just gonna i'm just gonna make the movie that i wanted the last two movies and you know ryan johnson's movie can just be its own thing Mm because the emperor is a retcon for sure that's a total retcon of snoke um yeah the whole like resistance thing the whole resistance coming together, and everyone—all these random people—at the end showing up. That's a retcon of episode eight because at the end of episode eight, nobody came to help them. So now they're showing. Oh no, that was just a mistake. They were just busy. They were at you know someone's birthday party that day, so they're <laughs> they ready were today.
0: Farming bantha fodder.
1: Yeah, yeah. So there's <laughs> there's another retcon right there. I mean, and this movie retcon itself, dude. How many times? Did somebody die and then come back? C-3PO, for instance. He gets completely rebooted, and then R2-D2 brings him back. Like, Chewbacca? Chewbacca dies and oh. then is automatically back. Dude, I lost it when Chewbacca died. And then when he gets brought back, I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's cool. But, like, even man, on that,
0: another ship, it's like, whatever. And that oh, takes, that takes the, the emotion
1: out of it. Although his, when Chewie found out that Leia was dead and, like, wailed, that's probably mm-hmm. the most emotional I got. In this entire movie when chewie's like oh my god all my friends are dead every every one of my even even the droid is dead (laughs) like
2: i'm the only one left and then lando pops up oh hey buddy right?
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah and and lando there there's another retcon for you to just have another hero in there because luke is gone now you're bringing lando in to make sure that there's a hero that we recognize from the old movie and wedge wedge was in this too he made Um, a ghost of han solo yeah, and the ghost of Han Solo. That scene drives me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's Why? all right. All right. When Leia dies and
2: goes into the forest, that's when she projects Han Solo to Ben, because he's Ben at that point, because he already died and Ray brought him, brought him back, and he gets to redo his turning point, Will, uh,
0: so, uh, so to speak,
2: and he actually chooses the light
0: while i recognize that's probably in the script and that's what they meant i don't think it ex- it was executed very well it was not
1: the only explanation out of that, that was at th- right at the end of that scene you see palpatine and he's like princess leia's last whatever was foolish and she will fail and blah 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 but like uh yeah and that, that's another thing like that's funny Jesse says he's never disagreed <laughs> with Justin more on something than rise of Skywalker oh,
2: I thought it was the firefly thing
1: <laughs> well no cuz you're in agreement with him now cuz you caved. like Firefly. I caved. I so caved. there you go <laughs> no, but but that scene with Han Solo just like you can't <sighs> This is like a little kid writing a story. Nuh-uh, nah-uh. Princess Leia could totally do that. She would totally be able to project him there. Cause because she was trained in the force. She she knows how to do that. Ha ha. No. I mean. What? Han Solo can't come back like that? There's no way. I I would yeah. more see it when Kylo Ren is on the verge of death and he's like having some sort of hallucination. At this point, he's looking over uh, the wreckage of the Death Star longingly, like. Oh, should I go back to the light or should I stay dark?
2: Let me throw my lightsaber to mean what I mean.
0: Right,
1: good. I'm Ben now. Yeah, <laughs> it just and the, I mean, there's there's other retcons I'm sure that we could point out, but to me, it just well, seemed like
0: it it was
1: trying to be rewritten.
0: Mm-hmm. We've got Jesse in the chat. He's mentioning Rose. Mm. She seemed like she was supposed to be an important character right but there was like nothing about her like all of her scenes were very short and kind of important but i felt like there should have been more out of rose do you know anything about that
1: well
2: i got
0: a theory go for it all right so they brought
2: lando in uh empire strikes back right the first black guy in uh star wars right and so they were pretty much mimicking the overall storyline from empire and so they bring back an Asian chick, a totally different race to add into the Star Wars universe. Mm. But then they never expanded on Lando, and they never expanded on uh, Rose. Mm, so...
1: I disagree. Um, oh, I no. I agree with Jesse that Rose, when she was brought in, there was so much fan backlash on her character, and every. Dude, she dropped her Instagram and Twitter because of all the hate mail she got and like death threats because of her character.
0: I heard about that. That that's you horrible. nerds are the worst fans, dude.
1: <laughs> I'm a. It's crazy. I'm it's, a true. It's crazy. Boy.
2: I don't Look, hate. I, I appreciate.
1: Didn't, <laughs> I didn't necessarily think the story of, of Ray and uh, uh, what's his name um, Finn. Finn. I don't think that their story was necess- like necessary in Episode Eight. It kind of. I don't know it was just kind of there but i don't think rose deserved the hate that she got um but i going back to that i I think that the reason that happened is disney decided to pull out rose and keep her under the radar in this movie um so there wasn't as much fan backlash see a lot of the a lot of the people complained about episode eight because they didn't like rose and Finn's story they didn't like snoke dying they didn't like ray being a nobody and one of the main things is they didn't like that the three main characters were ne- were never in the same room they were never all three of the main characters were never in the same room together until episode nine
2: that is true though that, that, that that's
1: true and so i think the focus that they wanted to do was on those three main characters and how they were together and they just you know threw everyone else to the side
0: Yeah,
2: that's my theory. I, I can't disagree with you. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you know, you, you make a valid okay. point.
0: So uh, there's another, you're talking about fan theories a little bit, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do some deep dive. Uh, I do know a little bit about this subject, but Jar Jar Binks. Oh, God. Let <laughs> me some Jar Jar, Jar. Jar Binks, oh, one of the no. most hated Star Wars characters ever. There is rumors. <laughs> about him being a Sith Lord. Oh yeah. And possibly even Jar Jar became Supreme Leader Snoke. I've seen, I've only, I've seen that. I've only dabbled. <laughs> I've only read like headlines <laughs> that do you guys know anything about that? No.
1: I've I've read about that.
0: Um uh, yeah. and I've it's... heard of
2: Jar
1: Jar becoming the uh, Sith Lord but not related to Snoke. That he He like got he got in some fights and deteriorated and had to like be put in back to tanks and that he was he lost his ears and his accent oh yes he got wrecked he got in in the fan theory he got wrecked um but the books in reality in the aftermath series you learn that Jar Jar goes back to Naboo and becomes a clown of sorts he's
2: a jester
1: yeah he's he basically hangs out at the giant fountain um on Naboo because. Because he was, he was basically the main issue, the main cause of the fall of the Republic because he's the one that initiated the um, power to Palpatine. Mm-hmm. And so everyone hated him for it. And so he's like this homeless True. jester that hangs out at this fountain in Naboo and just talks to the kids because the only people that have talked to him are the innocent kids.
2: They don't know better.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so he, he ends up spending... I mean, we haven't seen him die in the books yet, but he uh, definitely... Ends up spending his days back on his homeworld, being okay, like he used to. So, <laughs> back to one. Yeah, I, I do. I do love that theory. That um, and there, there's videos of George Lucas back in the day. Like, we got, we got to make sure that um, that Jar Jar is uh is predominant here because he's uh he's the key to all of this. Jar, Jar Jar's the he's he's the key to all of this.
2: So, Jar Jar is an ignorant puppet.
1: <laughs> a lot of people think that Jar Jar was, um actually uh another apprentice of palpatine or sith mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh
0: there's some kind of martial arts style that's like based on stumbling and falling.
1: Yeah, dr- drunken, drunken monkey? Fighter. Yeah.
0: Yes, yeah, 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 that's the one. And yeah. that's the theory like uh, Jar Jar was studying the drunken fist or drunken monkey or yeah. whatever it is and that's why he was so clumsy but also his clumsiness like there was that moment in uh I think it was Phantom Menace where he, like, stumbled and he threw that weird plasma ball Mm -hmm. and he ended up destroying, like, half of the Emperor's fleet. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, And there's things that people notice in episode one where Jar Jar, like, moves his fingers a little bit or, like, uses the Force to do something. And that, you know, there's little... Yeah, there's there's some cool stuff that I think Mm -hmm. if Jar Jar wouldn't have gotten the backlash he did... (laughs) <laughs> it, it might have been a way different story. Oh man, could you imagine a Darth Jar Jar?
2: Misa gonna kill you. Misa. Jar Jar Binks, stop. That
1: that's nightmare <laughs> fuel right there. That's nightmare fuel.
2: Oh I, I wouldn't leave. <laughs> I don't no, I can't say that. I would leave Star Wars for that, but I would. I would not. Okay. Horrible character.
0: I uh, I've got a question for Josh. Yes, uh, maybe even Justin. Although I don't think you're going to have an answer for this. How many BB-8 toys do you have? Zero. Zero. I only
2: I only have Darth Vader.
0: Josh um, is counting. Josh <laughs> is thinking.
1: Are you? So I, we need to be specific here. Are you talking toys or collectibles? Collectibles. Okay. Four. Four. Yeah.
0: Uh, I do have I can run back and get it real quick, but I've got a BB nine E, that weird black oh, BB nine oh, side. Yeah. I've got a little collectible of him.
1: Um, I actually have the BB nine uh the cup. The cup from Last Jedi. I
2: think I gave you that.
1: Yeah. I got the I had, I got the popcorn bucket and the and I think you gave me the cup mm-hmm. from that. So it's got the lid of the cup is the BB nine head mm-hmm. or whatever. It's pretty cool.
0: That is cool. Yeah. I i mean, you're never going to match the C-3PO and R2-D2 combo, but I liked BB-8. He was kind of cool. All of the yes. droids had a lot of personality. There was that other weird one in this movie. Dio. Dio, yeah. Dio. Okay, I liked him.
1: I have a Dio pin. He, I wear him at work. Get out of here, laughing. Conehead. <laughs> I love Dio, though, and he he's voiced by J.J. Abrams, actually. Oh. His little... Squeaks and stuff. Bill Hader did no, no, BB8. No, 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 thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> um, that was, you know, there was a lot of lines in this movie that kind of drove me nuts too. Like, like Ray's Ray did a lot of just pointing things out. You know what I mean? Like, in case you didn't realize this, here, here you go. He right. probably got treated badly, and like, just so, some of the dialogue kind of was eh, a little, a little weird for me. But um, I I did love all the droids. I love I love all the droids. I loved all the ships in this. You like C three PO? I I mean C three PO is part of my childhood. You know I just, I hate him. I don't I don't Man, hate him, but he's not my favorite.
0: When C three PO sacrificed himself, I had a tear. One yeah, little tear rolled down my cheek when he sacrificed himself, like Jesus. <laughs> That was taking one
1: last look at my friends. It was and and that was one of the other like I think there's maybe 3 or 4 moments in this where I got a little emotional and it's that that and Chewy and motherfucker you are crying the whole time just like me. <laughs> and well I I seriously at chalk that up to the, the music. Time, no. Take the music away and see what happens.
2: Well, take the music away in <laughs> any movie. Music makes the movie
1: well that's what i'm saying though i didn't and and i'll tell you i didn't i didn't cry as much as in this movie as i did with even last jedi yoda i was like bawling when yoda showed up in last jedi true and then i mean when luke shows up in this one i was so confused like i was like oh yeah cool luke wait how did he catch that lightsaber he's a ghost there's mm-hmm. some more awful fan service that I was not really like watching it again. So I'm going to be completely real with you. I only saw this movie once in the theaters and I watched this movie once in its entirety. After that, this time right now, I actually fell asleep during the last uh, battle scene today when I was trying to watch it. And bullshit. That's, that's my bad. No, sw- I you swear seen to it you three times. I swear to you. I've, that's all. That's no. all. That's no. all. No. That's, I swear to you. Oh, <sighs> But that's like that's how disappointed I was in this movie. Like, yeah, the first viewing in the theater is so awesome. Every time any movie you go to in the theater is going to be usually great. When you're walking out, it's when you start talking about it later on. When you're like, wait, why did Luke catch that lightsaber? How the hell was he able to pull the X-wing out of the out of the water? Like, and then wink at the camera. Like, there you go, guys. Yes, he did. (laughs) I mean, I mean, there was some really cheesy things in this movie what about kylo's <laughs> oh when he's fighting the knights of wren yeah he just
0: he like curtsies <laughs> yeah you're right he <laughs> does curtsy
1: he he's mimic he's trying to mimic han solo from return of the jedi when
2: han solo curtsies
1: well he's trying to do that weird shoulder shrug when they're breaking into the, the shield generator and the stormtroopers come and get them, and then all the Ewoks pop up behind him, and he just goes, eh, and then runs into the shield generator.
2: All right. I, I never connected that. So he's,
1: he's do it's just like when he's running in shooting his gun. He looks a lot like Han Solo while he's shooting what looks like Han Solo's blaster.
2: The DL 44?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, that makes sense. And that's i'll give you he's just uh he's yeah
1: mimicking his father that just he just apparently saw a a vision of even though ray transferred her her life force i mm. what did you think about that ricky what did you think about the life force transfer
0: i so are you talking about when she brought kylo back yeah i it was nothing but confusing to me i saw her plunge his lightsaber into his chest and then we cut to another scene and we cut back and all of a sudden Kylo's alive. I didn't understand at all. Yeah, well I he, so... I didn't notice she was force healing him until like the end of the movie that I was like, oh, maybe it was force healing.
1: And they they used it before because she force healed that giant worm
0: yeah, the in serpent. the cave.
1: And so they kind of alluded to that already. Um and then it's funny because th- this is the first time you see force healing of that nature like there's obviously some some force healing and cartoons and stuff like that but nothing like this like a severe wound that you're dying from that yeah that she she basically wound. and the way that she describes it is she transferred life force to the other person to you know regenerate so she actually gets weaker she weakens herself transferring the life force they show that way more in mandalorian when Yoda heals, when Grogu heals, um, uh, I can't. I think it's grief. Is it grief? Karga that gets shot in season okay. one, and he leans over and heals him, and then Grogu and then basically like he like passes out. Yeah, so he's like transferring uh. his life force, and it's it's a lot more descriptive in that show, I think, and they they really showed it better there. Um, mm-hmm. but essentially that's what she's doing. So, I I liked. The the metaphor of it, I, I like the metaphor aspect of the force healing because she killed Kylo Ren and brought Ben Solo back from the dead. It's yes. basically the metaphor there. Yes, yeah, that's, that's a really cool way to to do that to turn him back to the light side again. Wishy washy as hell, and like, dude, just pick a side, please. And obviously, he did by the end, but you know, I. Uh, I'm also kind of upset that he died twice in this movie.
0: (laughs) Uh, Roy has an interesting point. I don't know this much about light side, dark side, all their different powers, but I would consider force healing to be a light side power. And Roy is saying that she did life transference, which could be dark side. I, it makes sense to me. I don't know. There is. These are those two different things.
1: It is It is more used by, like, dark side users. They are two separate powers. Um, yes, but, like, the the self-healing... Like, Jedi are more into the, if this is what's supposed to happen, this is what's supposed to happen. I'm not going to pull from the dark side to heal myself. Mm-hmm. Ray at this moment, has no idea how to control her shit. She just blew up a ship with her hand lightning. Right. And now you know now she's like okay well i can actually heal people that's that's pretty cool she has no idea that she's pulling that from the dark side Mm. or that it's or that it's even bad and technically i think ray at the end of this is the first gray jedi that we see on on screen because she is pulling from dark and light right by the end so um it's
2: beg to differ (laughs) ray pulls from the dark side via her bloodline the palpatine in her and
1: that's what i mean she doesn't know what she's doing oh i I totally agree on that but by the end she does know what she's doing but she's okay with it because she's still using it for good making her the first great jedi
2: well all right here's a counterpoint when you play uh kotar or knights of the old republic you can be a jedi that has dark light powers And you can say uh, in the middle ground though. Oh damn, I proved you. (laughs) Damn.
1: So wait, you were just saying you can in Kotor you can pull from light and dark, but stay in the middle. Yes. All right, Justin's done for the day. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I I really like that aspect, and I I think now they're sending Ahsoka down that same road. Like when we start seeing more Ahsoka stuff now that she's an adult in her series she's going to be more of a gray jedi although i think she'll be a little more hesitant to pull from the dark side um because she knows what she's doing she's going to be a little like i don't know i I don't want to do that i can but i don't want to whereas ray is like oh man i need to power i need i need to use power now i don't care how i use it so i I like I like the introduction of of gray Jedi for sure. And I think
0: the idea of gray Jedi's is also it works more with our current population, with our current uh, like state of mind. In the 70s and 80s, when the original Star Wars were going on, there was a lot of talk about good versus evil, and I think young people these days are more kind of gray. They're more in the middle, and they recognize good versus bad. But extreme good can cause damage the same way extreme bad can.
2: Like politics.
3: Uh,
0: Yeah. So I think we're more comfortable with the idea of gray, like middle ground today than we were when the original Star Wars came out.
1: I agree with that. For sure. Ditto. Um, Intrepid DM says, force power is not inherited via bloodline, just strength of the force. That is another retcon from episode nine. Because... How many times? How many times did we hear? It's a feeling. I have a feeling. Oh, it's a feeling a in lot. this movie. A
2: lot. <laughs> I'll give you that. It's a lot.
1: And from all that we know of canon, of Star Wars, of all the movies, even just through the movies, you have to study for years and center yourself with the Force and like understand what you're doing before you can use it. And all of a sudden, Finn is like able to. He was brainwashed her? before. I guess I don't. I don't know, man.
2: And and I'll I'll argue that. And but...
1: and if you want to, I was gonna say if you want to really argue the bloodline thing, midi chlorians are still a thing in the universe. Boom. So if you have a certain amount of midi chlorians in your blood and it continues to go down generation to generation, then you're still gonna have some sort of bloodline transfer.
2: Look at Anakin Palpatine force fucked uh, his mom. Oh my God.
1: That is not proven to be true. No, they did it in the comic. No, they did, but it's not actually proven to be true. The writers, the writers of the comic came out and said that that does not mean that Palpatine was the subsequent father of Anakin. Well, he's not, it was a vision that, that Darth Vader had. And that whole like line that you're reading, I've looked into this extensively. It's taken out of context, uh, and it's it's just a vision that Vader had that, like,
2: but it's Anakin,
1: basically, Palpatine had found Shmi after she got pregnant, Shmi. and realized that she got pregnant via the Force, and was like, "I'm gonna watch over this kid." You mean Jesus? Basically, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but no, that's that's not. Uh, I don't. Oh. I don't want. I don't want like everyone to to, to think that that happened because that didn't happen. <laughs> uh, I'll read it again,
2: or I'll bring it.
1: Do it.
0: I'll show you the picture.
1: Are you talking about? Is it that Vader book right there? No, no, no. Is it a different
0: one? <laughs> it's oh. a different one? Okay. All right. Okay. There was another problem. I I feel like this podcast is all going to be problems that I had with the movie. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> That's uh, hey. There were. I think there were multiple times where Kylo Ren and ray were in completely different geographical locations but somehow they were having lightsaber duels this bothered me so badly because i understand they have a force connection and there's been talk about this dyad between them and all that i'm okay with people like in a movie telepathically communicating with each other but when they're actually drawing swords and attacking each other and destroying things that are in the room that was so bizarre to me and it just i felt like it was a really bad it was plot not device. good star wars yeah bad plot device that's it
1: it i completely agree justin i think you had something to say about this dyad thing
2: yeah the dyad is strong so this so, is all so about explain the fourth...
1: explain what the dyad actually is so a dyad what
2: what's the definition is two becoming one right Okay, so Ben Solo is was naturally born good. and then he became bad. And Ray was born bad and then became good. And so they counteract each other and become each other's like pawn is so to speak. And so, yeah.
1: The force dyad, also known as a dyad in the force, was a rare type of force bond that paired two force-sensitive beings and made them one in the force. The power of a dyad was as strong as life itself, and the individuals who formed a dyad shared a connection that spanned across space and time. So, basically, what they're telling us is that Rey and Kylo are the same person. And that's why they can fight in the same place, even though they're in different areas. They're they the same force person. Here's my theory, that this is another retcon, that the Dyad aspect is another retcon of Last Jedi, because originally, I believe that J.J. Abrams had Kylo and Rey being related. And that's why they had a connection, just like Leia and Luke back in right. empire strikes back mm-hmm. they had a connection and they were able to speak through the force i believe the original plan was to have kylo and Ray be related in some some way um that they that they knew each other because even in force awakens in the books kylo ren was a lot more concerned about this girl because she was familiar to him because there was something there between them and so yes they could chalk that up to being a dyad but in in my opinion, in my theory, I think that the original story was that. And that when Ryan Johnson threw the whole thing out the window, um JJ Abrams again retconned came back around and instead of making them related, created a dyad theory to essentially bridge that gap. Disagree. I hate it. <laughs> I always knew Ray was a palpatine
2: since episode seven. Hence why I said, I told you right when she shot lightning out of her hands. That's I fine. remember that moment. I looked at you and I, I stood up and I pointed I
1: told you. That's fine. You can be right about Ray being a Palpatine. That doesn't make it less dumb. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, it
2: was always a Skywalker versus a Palpatine since episode one until episode nine. That that's the whole skywalker saga
1: right which again makes me appreciate last jedi a little more because ryan johnson was trying to divert away from that path and have it be something else in the galaxy because as we know the galaxy is huge with a ton of different characters and a ton of different people that all could be used in the force and they don't all have to be related or a skywalker or a palpatine they could be just a random fucking person
0: (laughs) i agree with that i had i wrote in my notes that i've got a problem with this like destiny thing that is such an important part of the film and you know the skywalkers are destined to be doing this and all that but the universe is huge why is every why are all the jedis related to each other (laughs) right right because there's only a few left of them yeah. That's
2: why.
1: One reason I love Mandalorian so much. New characters. Yes, they're bringing in some old familiar faces. Yes, mm-hmm. we've seen Ahsoka. We've seen Fennec uh Skywalker. Fennec was introduced in this show. She was introduced in Mandalorian. I she thought was in,
2: Clone Wars. Mm,
1: oh mm, she was brought back yeah, into Bad right. Batch, but Yeah, you're right. But no, so we've seen familiar faces, but the story is completely about different characters and they're not force users grogu is not a skywalker grogu might be related to yoda somehow fine i guess i could handle that i would much rather just be part of the same species
0: what if he was related to yaddle instead <laughs> yaddle be would be cool <laughs> <laughs> that'd be awesome
2: he would have to be like skin color skin of a white person i guess if it wasn't a I... yaddle white person
0: no, Yaddle, Yaddle was another was another, Yaddle was uh, another like Yoda. Yoda.
2: Yeah, but he was he was white. yattle was a she who was the white guy with the uh, patch over his eye.
1: It we're, was a we're y- talking about a creature here. We're not yeah. talking about a person. No, no, no. It's, it's a Yoda like <laughs> character,
2: but he's white instead of green.
1: Look it up. Oh, um, he's a he's a bounty hunter. Bullshit. I mean, no. Nah. I don't I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. But Yaddle is the one that's on the Jedi Council. That's who we're talking about. Yeah. Um and it would it would it'd be funny if Grogu was related to Yaddle. <laughs> like mom or something like that. But anyway, my, my point on the Mandalorian thing was that I'm excited to see different characters. Bad Batch brought in different characters. I think it kind of fell on its face. Oh, God, yeah. Um I I oh, God, wasn't yeah. the biggest fan of Bad Batch at all even after the season finale um but but mandalorian and um i think ahsoka is gonna be really good yes it's a familiar character but we're gonna see different people why are you messing with the camera ricky
0: Uh, i've got this weird white-skinned yoda character and i'm trying to figure out how to show him
1: oh it's gonna be share screen at the bottom
2: (laughs) i want to see this I, i really do so that, i out. thought yaddle was that white white yoda oh, is that, oh, that showing
0: up
3: okay
1: yeah oh yeah yeah it's it looks like dobby okay i remember yeah yeah it does look like Dobby.
3: <laughs> 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 oh
0: shit! <laughs> yeah,
1: i remember that now um but that is that's not yaddle
0: no that is not
1: um I don't i it's, it's dobby is what it is <laughs> <laughs> he, he crosses two universes um anyway the this movie i'm glad that it was a conclusion to the skywalker saga because i'm, I'm excited to see other things you know what i mean as as a mm-hmm. star wars fan I'm, I'm ready for new stuff
0: yeah i'm i'm definitely getting bored i the fact that they're repeating so much is like a fan service is definitely getting boring and annoying. All of the Jedis being related to each other. Um, just, it's... Uh, new characters. I'm ready for new characters. Yeah. Yep. Agreed.
1: Um, like Revan. I mean, we got we got Book of Boba Fett coming out, which is going to be awesome. An, okay, it's an old character, but we haven't seen much of his his life. We saw some stuff in Clone Wars, yeah, but like... I'm all about seeing a bounty hunter, another bounty hunter story. Bounty hunters are some of the coolest mfers in the Star Wars universe, and it's it's really I'm excited for for more of that stuff. Hell yeah! Um, Hell yeah! Gosh, I, Ricky, what would be your favorite line of this show if you had to pick a? Or let's let's just do from the entire sequel trilogy. Can you remember what your favorite line of the entire sequel trilogy would be?
0: I cannot. I don't have any of those written down. Uh, I and, can do a little research and see if I can hunt something good down.
1: Um, mine. I have. I have two. One is Chewy. We're home from <laughs> Han Solo in Force Awakens, and then the other one. It's not necessarily a line, but it's the complete dialogue of Yoda and Skywalker in yeah. Last Jedi, when Yoda is t- talking about the. F- like folly and like teaching mistakes and like showing your your padawans how to learn from their mistakes is one of the biggest things of being a jedi like that whole scene and conversation was probably the the best scene in the entire sequel trilogy i would say justin do you have like any of those
0: power unlimited power (laughs) Palpatine. That was the sequels, though, right?
1: I didn't know Arnold Schwarzenegger was in this movie. <laughs> you got to get to the chapel. Um do it, do did, it was, that, was that in Rise of Skywalker? I, did I Palpatine so. say that? I, I guess he so. probably did. He says it in every single trilogy. So I just love Palpatine quotes.
2: Ugh. They're always so cheesy. Like when I have... Uh... <laughs> no, I won't bring that up. <laughs>
0: Uh, I did find one pretty decent one. It was when Kylo and Rey are fighting for the last time. And Kylo goes, I am all of the Sith. And then uh, Rey goes, well, I'm all of the Jedi. And she pulls out Leia's lightsaber and kind of finishes him off. That was cool.
1: Yeah. And that that scene where they're bringing in all the other, I would have really liked a Harry Potter style scene where all the ghosts show up around
0: her. <laughs> they come out of her lightsaber? Oh, yeah. That would have been so where cool. You, where
1: you have Qui-Gon, Anakin, you know, all uh, Obi-Wan, like all the different so Jedi, good-cated. Mace Windu, everyone just mm-hmm. lining up around her and telling her that stuff. I think that was a huge missed opportunity. Yes, the voices were cool, but man, how awesome would a Harry Potter-style scene be? And they all fly into the lightsaber and then she deflects Ooh. the lightning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hire Definitely. me, Disney. <laughs> that's a fucking, i
2: would wet dream over that
1: yeah i mean pitch a tent
2: and just just unload
1: awesome have you guys heard of uh of of the rumors that this is going to be part of a star wars multiverse now and they're gonna recreate a sequel trilogy
0: well I uh, i noticed that one of the hobbits uh, Dominic Moynihan, <laughs> yeah. is that his name? Yeah. He, he was, was in it. this. Yeah, he was. So that that kind of opens the door that's to make it. Lord of the Rings and Star Wars <laughs> name Universe.
1: Well, I, I think the real connection there is Lost, because he was also in Lost and JJ yeah. Abrams did Lost. And then so was uh the big pilot that died. Um he was in Heroes and Lost Yeah, Matt Parkman. Matt Parkman, yeah, I love him. Um, you got to find a Matt Parkman. <laughs> oh, the,
0: the dude from
1: uh Battlestar
2: Heroes. Galactica. Oh,
1: from Heroes. He might, I don't know, he might have been on Battlestar Galactica. He's Snaps. Oh, I have no idea. Was it Snaps? I i have no idea. No I didn't idea. watch Battlestar. Oh, I love Battlestar. Not, a, I didn't really get into that, but, but yeah, I, I that's a good idea. Lord of the Rings and Star Wars, that'd be funny. They could do. Did you ever hear that theory of how uh Sasquatch is actually Chewbacca? No. And there's like some theory of Indiana oh, no, Jones no, no. or something like that. That is like a that. real comic. That is a real comic. Oh, cause that's right, because the Millennium Falcon crashes on Earth. And it relates
2: and, Han Solo to Indiana Jones.
1: Yep. Han Solo becomes Indiana Jones and then uh Chewbacca stays in the forest and he's this he's Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: not canon I, but it's
0: a good comic should be i had a thought during this and uh i realized that around the early 90s there were a ton of star wars video games that were really popular mm-hmm. there were all those super star wars games for the super nintendo there mm-hmm. were shadows of the empire there was rogue one great games is there any chance that the popularity of these games was enough to boost disney or whoever's idea to make the Star Wars prequels? Because Star Wars hadn't made a new movie in 10, 15 years, but these games are still selling like crazy.
1: So that's all George Lucas. So George Lucas okay. owned LucasArts. So basically right. Lucas owns owned everything Star Wars yeah, because Lucas Fox decided sick. to, or whatever company dropped them, or dropped him, and so he funded his whole movie and like he basically owned everything. And so LucasArts created all those video games He had the whole plan to do the prequels the whole time okay um i mean that's why episode four started episode four a new hope
3: yeah he already written the, the, the prequels right
1: i believe that that's the theory i mean i wasn't there in the 70s but like the from like hearsay and people that knew george lucas they said that he had a whole outline for one through nine he had a whole outline for nine movies um, but the technology was only going to work well for a certain part of the series. Mm-hmm. And it would be the, the broken down rebellion aspect of it, where mm-hmm. you don't have to have too much technology. And so he waited until the technology was good enough to go back and do um, the prequels. And so he did that. And then. Which were hated. Which. They hated were, but now they're people. loved. No, I love the prequels. I love the prequels when I because I was a kid. That was my first like new Star Wars to come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Episode one is still up there in my like top
0: three. I think the Padres? Goddamn. that's yeah. so cool. How about General Grievous just Dude. spinning four lightsabers just, just coming at you, everywhere. Like a tank? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Grievous was the shit too. I mean, even Dooku was awesome. I, this is the first time you got to see Yoda fight. It's you know, the you oh, got to see man. the clone wars, you got you know. There was so much cool shit there. Yeah, the graphics are cheesy. Yeah, they did a lot of things on green screen, but those movies paved the way for a lot of movies that come out today. And Star Wars still is paving the way for new movies with The Mandalorian, how they're they're using their backdrops and stuff like that. I mean the LucasArts and, and um what is it? TH THQ or or Yeah, whatever uh-huh. it is yeah. that that you know they own. They've, they've always been the leader in new technology for movies and stuff like that. So Star Wars has kind of always been the, like, um, what would you say? The hub for that, I guess? Like, they, you know, Lucas would bring out these crazy ideas in, in new filmmaking um, styles, and then people would kind of use that.
2: But so what about James Cameron sailing the seas? <laughs>
1: whatever james cameron whatever (laughs) james cameron doesn't do what james cameron does (laughs) i don't know i don't remember that whole line but it's funny um anyway i point point being on that i think um the see the prequels and sequels were planned for a long time okay i just think after the prequels came out lucas got kind of in his feelings Because people gave him so much shit about the storylines and the acting and all that stuff that he was like, I'm not going to do it again. I'm just going to make cartoons and sell toys and then eventually sell this to Disney. So, which he is on record saying that he wishes he didn't do that, I I believe. I believe I have that somewhere.
2: Oh, you didn't know that.
1: Because they fucked up his story. He gave them a, a treatment. I'm sorry for swearing. But he gave them a treatment. For what he want, like an outline and stuff, and they were like, "Yeah, we're good on that." <laughs> Thanks though. Here's your six billion. Have a good life.
2: I sort of wish I knew what it was.
1: I think you can find it. Really, you can find like plot points for it.
3: Ooh,
1: but um, gosh, what else? What else is there for this movie? There's what else haven't we covered yet? Dyad,
3: we've um, covered.
1: I mean the 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 good parts of the movie are very few and far between i feel like there there were some amazing parts but
2: what about finn the whole ray i have something to tell you oh
1: you mean how finn just every other line was him screaming somebody's name throughout this movie <laughs> yeah
3: that's all wrong. he did was
1: scream this movie
3: no ray po!
1: Chewie! like that's all he did was scream this whole movie <laughs>
2: You're not wrong. He could have been used for
1: <laughs> way more than that. Like, I would have loved to see Finn be an actual Force user. That Leia was training both Ray and Finn. You know, how cool would that be?
0: <laughs> uh, there no, was... Yeah, Sorry, go on. Uh, when they pulled out Leia's lightsaber from that wall, hmm. I immediately recognized it as Leia's lightsaber. I was relatively proud of myself for that. Yeah. it looks so much like luke skywalker but it's got like this decorative gold metal in it it's, it's got like, kind oh, of
1: layers it's got like a feminine twist on it a Do little it bit rays no layers
2: oh yeah yeah that's true
1: um i uh i i liked that kind of i don't know i don't know how i feel about the whole i feel like that's another retcon everyone bitched so much about Leia floating through space that they had to show some sort of training montage of Leia and Luke to prove that she could use the force you know what I mean yeah and, and my explanation back in last Jedi my explanation of that is Leia was desperate and calling out to the force just like Ray was desperate Desperate and calling out to the Force to save Chewie and she accidentally blew it up with lightning. I think Leia was desperate and called out to the Force with her Skywalker blood and was able to pull herself back to the ship. Hmm. We didn't have to know that she trained. She didn't have to have a lightsaber. Begged to differ.
2: What about... Uh, Here we go again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. episode six, there are two.
1: What do you mean? Uh, is it Yoda he was like... There are two. Yeah, because Obi-Wan says that boy's our last hope. And he's like, nah, there's another. There's yeah. another one that we Leia. might be able to train. Leia. Yeah.
2: That brings the whole. Yeah, they're both force badasses.
1: And in the books, I believe even in the uh, newer books, she didn't want to train because she wanted to make sure the Republic was what? brought up to speed. She didn't and did want to be, be re- the related
2: to Vader at all. Otherwise, it would kill her campaign in politics. Hence why the aftermath thing. No one knew she was related to Vader other than the original characters and a few select.
1: And so you're saying that she didn't want people to know that she was related to Vader and could use the force. Yeah, no one. She didn't
2: tell people she used the force.
1: So why would she train? Because
2: (laughs) her brother wants her to. I don't know. She's
1: destined to. I don't know. Dum 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 <laughs> dum. <laughs> yeah, and I agree with Jesse. Finn's story was pretty much completely deleted. Man, he had so much potential in Force Awakens. He had so much mm-hmm. potential to be a badass in 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 Force Awakens. Like his story could have grown so much. And but I mean, it could have grown a little bit more in Last Jedi, I guess instead of just being we, sent to you know find nothing but sorry
0: we got a small taste of finn's story when he met that woman with the helmet like
1: no that was po. That oh was that was Poe.
0: Po.
1: Ah. Uh, that was hey. carrie carrie russell played um that character um and she's got beautiful eyes <laughs> it's she the only thing her you her see in carrie russell but um Poe gave her the you want to fuck yeah kinda <laughs> But Finn Finn's story like of him being taken from his family and all that stuff, you got a little bit of a of a backstory on that with the girl that he met on Endor. The the girl I can't remember her name. You mean Land- Rose? uh Janeth. Janet. yes, yes. Lando's Janeth.
2: Janet. Lando's kid. Oh my god. That's my theory. It does
1: not have she does not have to be related to Lando. Why does everyone it, have to be related to Star Wars, to all black people are related? No! <laughs> Get out of here. You're fired. I know. That's sort of (laughs) fucked up to say,
2: but in Star Wars, yes.
1: That is a common trope that they are trying to get rid of here by not making them related. (laughs) That's so dumb. It's kind of
0: Star Wars' fault that
1: that's what
0: they made people think, though.
1: Absolutely. But her story of being taken away and and being taken to the First Order, you know, another one of those everyone can use the Force moments, which I didn't like. Oh, what made you decide to leave? A feeling was it a feeling? yeah, I had a feeling, yeah, that feeling led me to leave too. I had the same feeling, dude, just say you didn't want to kill people anymore.
2: <laughs> I want to be a good person.
1: why do you have to relate that to it being some sort of force feeling? Just say you wanted to not kill people anymore.
2: <laughs> the force manipulates everyone.
1: oh my God <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, I uh. Needless to say I am I am disappointed in the sequel trilogy. I am glad that we got more Star Wars. I am sad that it went the way that it did, that it ended the way that it did. Um because as again I think it was a clash. It was just a Disney versus the uh I should not I agree I I agree with Jesse. You shouldn't That's have to, a read major a book to issue understand the movie that I had. He, he's I absolutely there's so right. There's so much yeah.
0: there's so much going on in this sequel in these three sequel movies that aren't in the three sequel movies. Yep. I mean, I understand there's time between episode six and episode seven, but there's so much that happened that we don't know about, and I'm just swimming in all of this missing information.
1: Yeah, and and you know, <laughs> you remember during the crawl, the very beginning of the movie, when it says um, Palpatine was heard through a radio broadcast? Mm-hmm. You know where they played that radio broadcast? On Fortnite. A, a week leading up to Star Wars Episode Nine, they played Emperor Palpatine's broadcast to the galaxy, telling everyone that he was back through Fortnite.
2: Oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> I don't play that shit. Yeah, that's... People,
1: that, that's the point right there. That's the point where, that Jesse is trying to make, is that we shouldn't have to play something we don't like or read something we don't want to to understand what's going on. Touche, yeah.
2: Or you fill in the nitty and gritty of the details.
1: And that's the aspect of, of Palpatine getting shoehorned into this movie.
2: Yeah, I can't argue with that. I, I have nothing.
1: We're turning Justin into an episode nine hater.
2: No, I, I still <laughs> like it.
1: Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Roy uh, Roy brings up a point. So I shouldn't have to read comics to understand superhero movies? Um, no.
0: Yeah, I saw Spider-Man when I was 13 years old with no issues.
1: <laughs> if you watch all these superhero movies, the only reason we know they're connected to comics is because we read comics. But these movies are made so well together that they explain pretty much everything through the movies and everything is connected via some some way. So... The only reason we have that back knowledge is because we do read those comics but we did not have to read those comics to understand how iron man became iron man to understand how the avengers became the avengers because they did an amazing job doing it through a span of four movies so no roy you shouldn't have to read
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right jesse wants to know how we think this movie could have been better i'm gonna go we could have cut like 40 minutes out of this pretty easily yeah. The whole Death Star scene,
2: done. Totally felt yeah.
0: unnecessary. Yep. Agreed. Yeah.
1: The the Ray meeting herself in the Death Star tree scene. But I
0: loved also, it. where
1: the hell did that come from? There's no just who knows. There's just a Sith temple on the Death Star. Palpatine just has his own like Sith temple in there. What? Their
3: artifacts.
2: <laughs>
1: Maybe they're artifacts. I, I don't know.
2: I <laughs> I did not really like the scene, but I liked seeing Darth or uh, Dark Darth Ray, Ray was cool. Yes. Busting out it the was double cool. lightsaber was, it which was, I yes. ultimately wanted and didn't deliver.
1: The cinematography and the scene was cool. The reason it was there was no one not. Knows. <laughs> <laughs> um I I mean, I think I've been talking this whole time about how it should how it could have been better, and I think that it should have the story should have been built off of Ryan Johnson's story and they shouldn't have tried to retcon everything because some fans were upset about it. Fans were upset about Empire Strikes Back too. Look at how that turned out because George Lucas did not give a crap about what people thought. That's the whole reason he made Star Wars. He made it because he didn't care what studios thought. He didn't give a shit that they thought his movie was going to fail. He's going to make it anyway because it's what he wanted to do. And empire strikes back he's gonna make that movie no matter what he got a bunch of pushback on luke and you know vader being related and like there was a bunch of stuff that happened with with empire strikes back that people didn't like it at first now it's labeled as one of the best movies in star wars history i've
2: never read old reviews
1: and some of them were but empire not very strikes good
2: back is my number one
1: and that's what I'm saying. Like, that's wild. If that's wild, Lucas did do a little bit of retconning in Return of the Jedi. Just, just, just kind of like not, not a lot, but like a little bit to kind of appease some fans. I feel like, but he still did what he wanted to do, despite what the fans said. Now the prequels kind of went away from that. If he really wanted Jar Jar to be the Sith, then he definitely went away from that. But the problem with the sequels is that they didn't stick to a plan. They didn't have a plan they jj had his first movie and he had an outline for a couple more and said i don't care and then once ryan johnson did what he wanted to do despite what mark hamill said despite what fans were thinking the the initial screenings and stuff like that like he still did it and if they would have just let somebody call him trevaro I, I think i think Trevarro had an issue with it because he was trying to stick to jj's outline but they would just let someone come in and make their own adaptation to Ryan Johnson's story and continue that actual story instead of trying to retcon everything for fans. I think it would have ended a lot better, and I think Last Jedi would have been um, a little, a little more renowned. You know, a lot more people would have come around to like it. So, I mean, at this point, it's like. So it's you're just kind of everyone butted heads in the making of this whole sequel trilogy. It seems like you, and you can see it in episode nine.
2: You initially hated the last Jedi. And I did not initially
1: like I did not initially hate the last oh Jedi. No, no, no. Go Pull back, back an old episode. you hated it. okay. Pull back the the original TMA episode of me reviewing last Jedi. You Loved did it. not like it. And then the second episode after I'd watched it six or seven times, I had my issues. and then I watched it more times. And then I watched the Rise of Skywalker. And that made me like last jedi a lot more. So no, I might not have liked last jedi, you know, after a few watches, but after watching Rise of Skywalker, it's it's better. It's better than Rise of Skywalker, absolutely.
2: I think all three are
1: justified and well liked. Sure. That's fine. That's fine. Everyone has their thing. You're you're just you're you're on that non toxic Star Wars fan base page. God damn much. right, I appreciate <laughs> Star Wars for Star Wars. If they
2: make a canon, wait, so be it. It's canon,
1: dude. There's this page on Facebook. I'm part of it too because sometimes you gotta have like some positivity in your life. <laughs> but like, there's this page.
0: Every time I comment, you comment,
1: dude. And these, <laughs> it's called the non toxic Star Wars fan base. And it's made for people. What a
0: bunch of loser nerds. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) No. There
1: have been so many times where I've wanted to go there and just like lay into someone about something stupid they posted. But it's non-toxic. So I'm not going to be that toxic Star Wars fan. I'm going to appreciate it for what it is.
0: Every single Facebook group I'm in is a shit posting group. Like I'm a fan of the yeah. Sopranos, so I joined the Sopranos shitposting group. Yeah, Parks and Rec, Parks and rogue shitpo- shitposting. Like I only want to have angry, aggressive, bad jokes thrown around.
1: Yeah, that's that's okay, and I'm I'm totally okay with that. Especially the the like borderline, you're gonna get banned from Facebook posts. Those are yeah,
0: cool. I love getting thirty <laughs> day bans. Like, oh, <laughs> guess I don't care about that. <laughs>
1: Uh, Jesse says, Rise of Skywalker is the absolute hands-down worst entry in the main line.
0: Yeah, Intrepid DM is doing a lot of talk about how, uh, like, Nickelodeon Cartoon Network, they put little Easter eggs as extra references all the time. Okay, cool, but these Star Wars sequels, they have en- entire full-on plot lines that haven't been ex- explained, and they're diving straight into them.
1: Yeah. Like, did you know that Kylo Ren on that first planet he was on with the trees? Did you know that was Mustafar? The planet that uh, the last battle between Anakin and Obi-Wan was? And he's killing everyone? Yep, that's Mustafar. No,
2: it's not. Mustafar is a volcano planet. (sighs) God damn it. You're
1: going to prove me wrong. (laughs) First planet in Rise of Skywalker. Why do you doubt? <sighs> the planet on which we first see Kylo Ren is Mustafar, aka the lava planet where the young Anakin Skywalker turned Darth Vader uh, lost his limbs in a confrontation with Obi Wan. I
2: don't believe that. That's Google. <laughs> if it's on Wikipedia, yeah, I'll believe it.
0: <laughs> Those are high standards.
3: <laughs> it's I, a lava planet. It lava planet. What is that? It says lava
0: planet. What is that? A forest is not a lava planet.
1: So go, go, look, go do a little more research later. And when we come back for season three of quest me, you can have your first ever um, I'm wrong statement. No, (laughs) I've
2: said you're right. Actually, I've never said I'm wrong.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man.
0: All right. I got another one. Uh, I've got, it's a bad complaint. This isn't that good of a complaint, but Kylo Ren, she was running around for the last like 45 minutes in the movies with her lightsaber and Leia's lightsaber, and we almost don't get any dual lightsaber wielding action. No, because how sad to, was that?
1: She gives it to Kylo in that dumb dyad moment.
0: I agree. Like, okay, I really I wish she pulled there was it out. Dual. She had two lightsabers when she was going up against um, Palpatine because he gave it
1: back to her.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> that was a missed opportunity for dual wielding lightsaber.
1: I agree. I totally agree. And and totally. Enters ahsoka. It's it, yeah, Ahsoka is the best with that. I mean, Dooku was pretty cool too, but I don't know, man. I think I think this whole movie was just a missed opportunity. In in a lot of ways, um, God, and uh, in a lot of ways, I think the Bad Batch was a missed opportunity.
2: Oh God, yeah.
1: Just to to do our quick since since we're gonna talk a little bit about Bad Batch, let's do that right now. Um. The season finale two part episode was not that good. No,
2: left no cliffhangers, no wanting more. Fuck
1: that
3: no. show! I, Sorry for my Whoa,
1: beep. Um, I, <laughs> and it's it's just another one of those shows. It was just like there were no stakes, there was no, um, no love for the. I mean, I guess I liked Wrecker, the one character I liked him. The okay. dumb tank, yeah. But yeah, other than that. Awesome. I didn't have any sort of feelings towards any of the characters. I I didn't care if any of them lived or died. No. Except the droid. The droid in the the very, very season finale. AZ? AZ. I was really upset. I was really upset when he was going to die, and I was like, dang it. This is awesome. I'm glad that they pulled some heartstrings a little bit. And then what? He gets saved. By a crosshair. Dude, come on. Let it go. Let some of that bad shit happen. <laughs> you have to let, let it happen. You need those.
2: You need those
1: tearjerker moments in every Star Wars. If they would have, if they would have let that droid go, I would have been a lot more satisfied at the ending of that. But the whole point of Bad Batch, and this is summing up the Bad Batch right now. I'm, I'm going to sum it up, and then I'm going to give you your your two minutes to talk about it. The whole point of Bad Batch is to connect Mandalorian, and that is aggravating as hell (laughs) because why do you have to do that why do you have to all of a sudden like just connect that because now you're trying to connect the skywalker stuff into that over there like it's terrible it's terrible so the and spoiler alert the the very last scene of the show is uh, a cloner, and he's got a same insignia on his shoulder that the cloner and the Mandalorian has. So it's showing the connection between those two cloners, and that somehow, some way, the Bad Batch is probably going to discover Grogu's story, and that's frustrating to me. Just end it, please.
2: It's Dave Filoni. Come on, he connects every character to any series he makes of Star Wars, but. I I truly didn't notice the whole armband thing until you brought it up, honestly. Yeah. I, I'm not going to deny it but because you're very observant, but <laughs> so be it. They connect this to Grogu, and they finish it on season two, which I, I would be happy with. Fuck I it. hope so. I don't like this season or I this series. So. I'm going to watch it because I'm a non-toxic Star Wars fan. As you
1: say, screw this show and screw this. <laughs>
2: I still watch it, though.
1: No, oh, yeah, it's like I watched Resistance, begrudgingly. I watched um, both seasons of Resistance. Nope, nope. Oh, oh, I'm a non-toxic Star Wars fan, I, I refuse to watch the Resistance. animation. The animation
2: <laughs> was horrible. That's uh, Cell, or was it Cell Mana? Cell shading. It's the Cell Shading, yeah. yeah it's, I, I, I don't like it, I don't
1: like it. Yeah. Um, I think those are the, the only two cartoons that they've swung and missed on was Bad Batch and Resistance. What other cartoons have they... Swung on Rebels and Clone Wars, so they're two for four. Two for four. Oh, uh, three, three for five if you count the original anime. I I still consider it an anime because it was very anime style. The Clone Wars from two thousand three. Yeah, all right, tor- that's Tart- tartakov Tartakovsky but series. Now
2: they're bringing back the whole anime Star Wars. Yeah,
1: with uh, visions. Yeah, I'm. It'll excited be cool. That'll that. be really cool. Have you seen that, Ricky? Anything about visions? Muted. You're Ricky's me- muted. You're
2: quiet. No,
1: you. mean
2: oh, no, not. He's oh, there. Muted. there we are. No,
0: hey. <laughs> I thought you guys were muting me because of what I had said. No. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no uh, I don't know anything about visions.
1: It's uh, it's ten different anime studios. It's like doing, an
0: animatrix of Star Wars.
1: Yeah, ten different Star Wars stories in a different style. It's gonna be. It's gonna be pretty cool, I think. Um, I have faith, but it's. Yeah, it's gonna be like some of the same stories that we know, just in a different style. Which I'm totally okay with, as long as we know that going in. Um, Dave Bologna, fuck you, Jesse. <laughs> no,
2: I like you as a person until you said that. No. In I love in that. Bologna,
1: we trust in baloney, we do trust, but Dave Bologna for bad bats for sure. Yeah, he Definitely. dropped the ball. Definitely, All right, I'll no. agree with that. He dropped the ball. Um, I'm gonna just just because. This is kind of our season finale of Quest Me right here, um, our season th- what is it two finale of Quest Me. Um, yep. yep, I want to just rate the Bad Batch as a whole, Justin, and I'm gonna rate it at a five. Um, it had cool, couple cool episodes, um, but that's that's where I'm at. Um, now I did do the same thing kind of with Rebels but I came back around in the second season so we'll see what happens with Bad Batch. But what are you going to rate Bad Batch? I agree, it's a 5 out of 10. 5.
2: Like yeah. there exactly, it was a couple of cool episodes, there's a couple of tie-ins and it the thing that I really liked about it was seeing the initial intro of the Empire and its propaganda and how it initially takes control and how it mm-hmm. appeals to some people. Sure. But that was about it. I didn't I didn't care for the characters whatsoever. We didn't
1: didn't see a lot of it.
2: I I really like Omega. I don't know why. I don't know why. Maybe maybe it's because she is Boba Fett's sister. I
1: guess I like Omega too, but it's it's another one of those things I just didn't care about. Like like we already knew kind of that that the Empire was like a Nazi-esque group oh, and that they had a ton of propaganda and that they tricked people into doing things but the we leading knew. up
2: to it was the interesting part for me
1: yeah and i guess I, I guess it was about it i guess it just wasn't that interesting i am have you been reading high republic no, i've read a few comics Dude, not the books high republic is awesome really i really like that new story coming out and it's because it's new it's new shit it's it's, it's new characters from a thousand years ago that like <laughs> It's awesome. Hey, Joanna. Joanna says, "Live long and prosper." I want to thank you again for filling in on the sudden but inevitable rebop last Friday. I super appreciate you and can't wait to see you in more episodes. Um, but uh, High Republic has been amazing, and I need to get. I've been. I've only read comics. I need to get some of the books. They're in my Amazon shopping cart right now. But yeah, just but I'm excited for more of that. Definitely. Um, and because it's new characters, you know, and it's a new part of the
2: timeline whole new timeline. yep lab. yep 500 or how many thousand years set in the past
1: or 2000 it's like it, it's the it's golden not long age enough well yoda's alive so it's uh it's 800 years i think 700 years in the back in in the past so um because yoda's still there he's like a young a young yoda it's pretty cool he's got like hair and he's a badass <laughs> He hasn't like he hasn't let the galaxy destroy him yet. He's <laughs> he's still like gung ho, you know. He's like that young cop, that young detective that's like all out to get things, or like like Mark Wahlberg from the other guys. That's just uh, so gung ho about yeah, things. Okay. okay, world hasn't broken him yet. But I mean, that that's that's honestly all the all the more I want to spend on on Bad Batch. I I feel like. <laughs> I, I don't want to go too too much farther into it. You know, a 15-minute segment on Bad Batch is good enough for me. Agreed. Um, I will say that Questme is going to come back at full strength, just like we did for Season 2 of Mandalorian. We're going to come back for Boba Fett. Boom, boom,
2: boom,
3: boom. Um,
1: that comes out in December. So uh, as soon as we get more release dates and more news on that, We'll uh, keep everybody posted, but we are going to be reviewing those shows weekly as they come out. And so, Ricky,
2: you better join us. Yeah, I, w- I would. I love might to
0: hear your your fresh outlook of uh, this show. All right. I yeah. uh, hopefully I've heard nothing but bad things about Bad Batch, so <laughs> I've been avoiding it completely. So I don't almost have nothing to say about that. But hopefully, if the new one coming out is a little better, definitely.
1: Yeah um i i'm excited for boba fett i I just like the live action stuff the live action serial things i I think it's cool yeah they Um, do a lot better intrepid dm says he thinks he needs to give star trek a new watch as he's starting to think it may be the superior series i wouldn't say it's the superior i'd say it's the more intellectual series i would say it is the better series as far as cerebral an adult series. Soundtrack. It's way more of an adult series than anything.
2: Bring me Will Wheaton um, all day. Original Enterprise.
1: Yeah, no, I okay. heard the new Picard is cool. I haven't gotten to watch Dude, it. Dude, Picard season one is. I've heard one of my favorite. Great one of my favorite new series to come out in the last year. Holy cow! cow it's so good. Is it when he's retired or? Oh yeah. Mm. Oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Ricky, have you seen Picard? No. You need to get on that. What is it on? What is it on? Paramount Plus. Oh, fuck that. I just got That's one of the
0: few I don't have.
1: Peacock. I I literally got it for a seven-day trial just to watch Picard. Did you binge it? I did. Yeah, in a day. I watched the whole thing in like a day and a half. All right. I'm going to do it. Um, But yeah, I think that's all I got for Quest Me. Ricky, was there anything else that we wanted to talk about for episode nine? My notes we needed to cover?
0: My notes are pretty complete. I've been looking through there and i think we are good to go all of my complaints have been addressed (laughs) (laughs) okay
1: cool um i do have faith for future star wars properties agreed um again I, i think i think this whole sequel trilogy was plagued by people caring too much what the fans thought and and money and they wanted to just make as much money as they possibly could on this series which obviously that's what everyone wants to do but they just did it in a poor way um
0: there's I something think... about when these mega corporations start acquiring everything that they the output goes up and the quality goes down and it's just, yeah. you know, Disney owns so freaking much yeah. that it's hard for them to keep up with their high quality of Disney product.
1: Right. And and with the right people in charge of things like uh, jo- Kevin Feige and John Favreau, for instance, being in charge of Marvel at first. And you know Kevin Feige eventually taking over that. I think he had a, a great vision and a great plan for that. I think Disney giving Dave Filoni control and Jon Favreau in control. Uh, I think that is a, a good step in the right direction as far as getting things a little back batch. on track. Yeah, but they did it hastily. Remember, Bad Batch was made during COVID.
0: Hmm. Touché. that COVID. That's fucks worth noting. Up again. Yeah,
1: um, Fucked everything they, I, up for I, two it, years, it really did. But they, Sorry, uh, peep. I think, I think it, uh, that's one of the main reasons that it, it was so just lackluster because they just had to slap a bunch of stuff together really quick. that um, makes
2: sense, that makes a lot of sense.
1: i I'm, that's what I'm here for, guys. I'm, I'm here to try and put things into perspective. I still love star Wars with all my heart. I, I will always watch star Wars except for episode nine. I will probably never watch that movie again. Um, unless I'm like super drunk and want a good laugh, but, <laughs> or if I need to just go to sleep, <laughs> apparently. It
2: lulls you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but again, I, I'm not, I wasn't, I didn't want to come on best flicks to just bash on star Wars. Cause I still <laughs> love star Wars. You know, it's, it's still my favorite franchise as since a kid, like, I have a lot of um, personal ties to that to that franchise, so I'm always going to love it. I'm just going to have, you know, my fan issues and my podcast critiques. So that's, yeah. that's where I'm at. Justin, do you have any final words before we sign off?
2: Um, I'm going to be cliche, okay? As a non-toxic fan, oh, Jesus. I appreciate all Star Wars even though i did not like bad batch i have faith in it tying into the universe very well that being a crap take bad batch sucks
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank you ricky
0: yeah i just i wanted to get something toxic in there yes
1: and dude thank you Ricky for doing this mashup. This is a this is a fun little uh Oh, this is great. The Quest yeah. flicks. I think we should do this more. The Quest Absolutely. flicks series. Ooh, I like that. That would be awesome. Anytime you want to talk about Star Wars. Have you seen Solo or Rogue One yet?
0: Uh I did see Solo. Okay. I watched it once. That is okay. the only thing I, that is the only Star Wars movie I've seen since Episode 3.
1: Okay. We should definitely do Rogue One cuz that that oh, movie was
2: amazing. Number three for me.
1: That one was good. Um, but yeah, any anytime you wanna you wanna do another quest flicks, definitely hit it up. For for those of you listening to the podcast version, um, find us anywhere on social media by searching for Twist My Arm Podcast. And if you go to www.twistmyarmpodcast.com, you can find all the different shows: Best Flicks, Quest Me, SBI, Twist My Arm, all the different shows from the network. Um, what other, what other plugs we just did podcon 21. That was amazing. We have a playlist on YouTube that has all the different segments ready for you to, to listen to or watch if you would like to. Um, it's just some information and some pointers and tips for anyone that's like maybe looking to start a podcast or having issues with certain things. And we're just trying to be helpful. That's, that's pretty much, that's pretty much all we're doing. It's, it was a completely free event, but it was a lot of fun. Um, I do want to thank Jesse from Sudden But Inevitable, Pixie from Next On Stage 1, Aaron from It's A Fandom Thing, and Sean from Cheap Seat Reviews, thank them all again for doing that with us. It was it was great. Um, and and check that out, for sure.
0: One more quick thing. Mm. Uh, we have the Twist My Arm Network store mm. going on mm. on our website. If you go to the com, you can look at our store. Uh, Josh is rocking one of our sudden but inevitable t-shirts right now. Uh, if you like yeah. best flicks and you want a hat, a t-shirt socks from best flicks, uh, if you like anything from twist my arm or sudden, but inevitable, or, uh, I'm sorry. Marvel, what else? Marvel cannon, Marvel, Marvel cannon madness. I'm sorry. Uh, there's mean? TMA games, uh, TMA games, all of this stuff.
1: We're, we're still, we're still getting TMA games kind of up and running. Uh, okay. that's, that's been a year long endeavor. I feel like, okay. and, and, uh, Eventually Bye. we'll get that going. But yeah.
0: I say give it a few more weeks, and anytime you see us on live, we're probably gonna be wearing some of this cool merch. Yeah. Definitely.
1: For sure. It's it's a lot of fun. I love having uh having merch. We got a we got a new podcon t-shirt that Jesse worked so hard on, and I appreciate so much.
2: And um, if you look at the see. the models, you will see my butt. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's Justin's butt right there. Yep, I look good. <laughs> I look good. Nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh jeepers well i i think i think
0: i think we covered i think
1: it. we're good I think we're good here yeah
0: yeah, yeah.
1: you want to close this out ricky
0: sure thing for best flicks with ricky d this is ricky d you
1: my name are... is josh from quest flicks and justin from quest me
3: <laughs> all right thanks for coming with us bye Peace.